November. <laughs> something or other. The red light is on. We'll find out later. <laughs> I hate mixing this pod and like li- like literally listening to my voice. It's like I I'll mix the pod, I'll edit the pod, I listen to my voice for like two hours, and then I'm like, oh, like it's on Spotify. Like I should be proud that it's on Spotify. Let me listen to it, and I'm like, listen to it, and I'm laughing. Like the last episode, I was laughing a lot yeah. at, at like what we were talking about, and then I was just like. I know what I'm about to say, and I hate the yeah. sound of my own voice, and I can't listen to this anymore. Nick has the best of it. He can actually—he's probably forgotten what he's what has happened. Like by the time, <laughs> but because you, you haven't mean? listened to it, you haven't like listened to it in like weeks, probably at that point. Oh, it's so, great! So I, I go in fresh every time. I yeah. can't even stand listening to this. <laughs> like I laugh out loud, like a lot. Did we see a spike? At like the yeah, there's there's always a little bit of a spike in anytime we have a. Um, a show that we advertise it. Um, I will say seven point five billion to eight billion, <laughs> roughly, if you divide that by about a billion or so. Um, but this Thursday, today, I forgot to post, so I'll, I'll post something tomorrow to advertise yeah. it. But it's it's just a what the fuck's up, Danny. So it's let me know. Let me let me know if there's anything with cursing that like you like. It's a really funny clip. Like there was really funny stuff on like the the Shrek pod we yeah. had. That we could like we could like I would I would have just added I would just put in like the beeps yeah for like how dare you on Shrek screen code <laughs> on Shrek screen <laughs> you said that like ten times it was hilarious <laughs> I don't know how to let a good joke die I should have just walked out like George Costanza <laughs> <laughs> I'm out I'm out that's it that was a two hour pod Coco the monkey that was Coco the monkey Art Vandalay. <laughs> and that's it we're in a band <laughs> Bye. The, the jerk store call they're running out of you <laughs> oh. alright listeners well in Gotta this episode with the jerk store. Uh, I'm gonna reveal my gender Ooh. <laughs> but you'll have to wait finally until episode 69 This is a special uh, sangria episode, FYI, for everybody. Apple cinnamon. I'm so high on sangria, or, or whatever <laughs> they really call it. I've had a lot of sangria. <laughs> There's so much absence right now. Am I the only one? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fermented oranges and shit. Uh, this uh, pod is brought to you by Captain Lawrence Jam Juice. They followed us on Instagram. Shout out to Captain Lawrence. Hell they're probably, yeah. They're probably going to unfollow us after they listen to this pod, bro. <laughs> they, um, I, I've been there once. That's pretty cool. Place. I have I have hops and I have two bottles of hops and roses. Um, that is a discontinued beer. It's from 2013, mm, and vintage. it's and it's from the old Captain Lawrence before they built the big new one, the original one. So wait, he's been so a captain good. for ten years. He's, he's <laughs> he should been get promoted for a to, long time. Promoted to major at some point. Unless no, he, it, unless he's in the navy, in which case captain's like a eight oh six, pretty good. Well, he's yeah. he's a naval captain, so oh shit, yeah. he should be yeah. admiral, yeah. admiral Lawrence. Well, you know, I feel like captain's like the best. It sounds name. like it, right? Yeah, like look, I would only accept brigadier general. <laughs> for personally, a, a one star general. No, because like yeah, because admiral is technically um, a general officer, but it's just I just picture somebody like standing there looking at a painting. 
like just admiring fucking something in the or Louvre. is a painting like, I picture <laughs> like, like with a sword looking down at the yeah. other <laughs> it's it's not a pirate captain that's what i think of no, that, it, it's I captain crunch it's supposed to be a pirate captain captain lawrence yeah. for sure it's almost like the, uh, the pirates they never had a fleet nice you gotta drop on your. Do you bigger. know that pirates never had a fleet? Because I feel I like I think need so. to fact check. Maybe, you. <laughs> maybe they had two or three, but nothing warranting an admiral. Sugar hmm. sangrias. I'm trying. <laughs> God damn it! Mine has floaties in it. Give me, give me your shot glass. Take what? your, take bro, your last little. Bro, like literally, I'm, we're the two that have to drive home. <laughs> give me your shot glass. <laughs> Whoa. We only record this on uh, Fridays and Saturdays, so Nick never has to go to work mm-hmm. the next day. He's Bastard. never, ever had to go to work. Ooh, I, just, I just went idea. elbows up on a lot of sangria just now. Oh, my goodness. What's today's pot about? Oh, we got uh, a few few buns in the oven. Let's, let's go. Uh, do you want to start right off with the, the main topic? I'll yeah. start with conspiracies. If you need me to take more. Uh, I don't. We're going to go so off track. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> okay. La- ladies and gentlemen, we are going to solve the Middle East crisis. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to touch that with every 80,000 foot pole. <laughs> I don't know geometry. Like, I, I can't tell. Like, like geometry. Like, like they're, geography. they're talking about people going south from Gaza into Egypt. I'm like, I thought Egypt was on the other side yeah, of the world. I was, I was just looking at a map of it. Yeah. Uh, Jordan's on the east. Um, you got Saudi Egypt Arabia that does this thing Israel right next to the north. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> what, the, the hand signal that Michael is doing, if, in case you listeners can't see. Jer- Jerusalem's a city. You know, there's a, and, and then and then like Greece is over there. Oh, that's Italy. I'm thinking of mine. <laughs> the big boot. Where am I? <laughs> All right, give me your give me your glass. Hey, uh, I think we solved the crisis. Okay. Congratulations. Uh, 4,000 years of fighting has been solved. <laughs> so, Jay, of all the conspiracies that are out there, which one would you say, in your opinion, humble opinion, is most likely to be true? Um, what are the conspiracies? It, I mean, it what what mean are my choices? It's, give it's give not, me a multiple choice It's not like you're question. saying there's a 90 percent chance, but out of all the conspiracies, which one do you think is most? Like, there's Bermuda's oh, Triangle. There's no, uh, that's nothing. There's uh, Bigfoot. Nope. Um, Aliens no, on no, Earth. No, I'm not into cryptids. Uh, Bermuda Triangle, unlikely. UFOs. It, it's interesting because over the last few, last couple years, actually, you know, the the, gov- the U.S. government has actually confirmed that there are UFOs, but we don't know that they're of you know extraterrestrial origin. So, but how could it not be? It could be China. That that that's the thing. We, we don't you know. in TikToks at us. Yeah, we, because we, like, we don't know the, the technology. The things, they they go so fast and break so quickly that even like if we try, let's say we had the technology for it and we got just a ball of steel to do that, the steel would fucking break from the G force. Like it's insane how fast and, and on a dime it stops and all that. I'm just letting you know I'm cutting all this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's been a lot of like UFO videos that I've watched and and they'll film it from like inside their car and you can clearly tell that it's a light reflecting off the window because because mm-hmm. you know when you're someone sitting in the the other seat oh, or whatever yeah you that, can see the fun. light right I, so but, but I mean like not like the, like the more credible ones like you know the 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 pilots in the air you know they're seeing yeah. it and they're tracking it and it's no there's on there's definitely UFOs but that. but there's no evidence that it's extraterrestrial so you, like oh. the pot sorry the possibilities of it is it's possible it's it's 
U.S. is and they're hiding it. It's any other country they're hiding it. It's uh, it, it's aliens. It's um, what else? Uh, it, it's a it, it's being from another dimension. It's um, it's us from the future. It's aliens that are here and have always been here. Whatever. Which of those scenarios would you those say last is most two, likely? Those last two are the ones I like the most, and because drones, uh, alien drones. I, I like I like the us from the future. And I like the the trans dimensional. I, uh, I I think that would be super fucking badass. Like I feel like sometimes like like to be able to like once it, we figured that out, yeah, that we can actually like. Well, did, you saw Interstellar, right? The yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like one. That's one of my favorite movies, I, like Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I like that movie, and it's super based in. Like it, it is, it is like I, in actual science. I have the book by Kip Thorne where he talks about the science of Interstellar with like gargantuan the the black hole that they go to it and how the time dilation actually works and stuff. And it's brilliant. I just every once in a while, like the deja vu I have sometimes is super strong, and I have a moment, and then I think back, I'm like, dude, I like dreamed about this. This is fucking weird. It's an insignificant moment most of the time. Yeah. It's not it's usually like it's somebody like walking by or it's somebody like like handing me something or saying something to me. Yeah. It's never like a big impactful moment. It's kind of like this this random shit. And then I'm like uh it's either that or I, I like the simulation conspiracy personally. Yeah. I like that one. I really don't like that one. I like that the one. The simulation conspiracy is probably the scariest one. Just because... That's why I don't like it. Yeah. Because I, I think I told you guys about this before, right? Like, it's... Tech, it, the paperclip thing? Uh, no. The it, the quote-unquote information hazard. Mm. The the fact that, like, if, if I tell you right now that we're in a simulation and you have two choices, one choice is to make... Is to help the machines take over the world and the other choice is to resist the machines taking over the world. If you help them take over the world, then you'll be blessed for whatever that means to you. And if you resist them taking over the world, then you'll be put through hell or sent to hell or whatever when you die. And if you are a simulation, then they could actually make hell exist and you would have no power over it. And if you are a simulation, then they could make heaven and you have no power over it. And wow. Uh, Kurzweil, the guy who makes the fucking <clears throat> keyboards and stuff, mm. he, he's big into this stuff. He calls it the singularity at the point that machines do take over and we do, we are in machines. And he suggests that if that point ever, if it ever happens, it's already happened. And so knowing that now where we are, everyone listening to this, you have two, two choices, help the machines take over or resist. Do you want heaven or do you want hell? Hmm. Interesting. Are, they, are they the flying type like in the Matrix, though? Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Sentinels. <laughs> <It's> Sentinels. <laughs> no, uh, you know what's so funny, though? Like, that movie, if you watch it on your own, like, you're like, all right, like, you understand it. I really didn't ever understand it fully until I watched the Animatrix. So, which which is like a prequel for those who haven't seen it, and it's like a it's they call it the Animatrix because it's kind of like an anime. It's it's but, it's like a half dozen well, it is an anime. Yeah, it's a half dozen animated stories that kind of work in the world of the Matrix. The, yeah. the one I talk about the fall, of yeah, like human society and stuff. And the one I specifically remember was the Runner. Do you remember that one? 
the Bear. runner who, who like pushed himself so hard that he broke out of the matrix. And like, as he was starting, he was running so fast. He was pushing himself so hard that like all the other runners he was racing against started to turn into, uh, Mr. Andrew, uh, um, agents, agent Smith. Yeah. And, um, they tried to chase him down, but he like broke out as he was running because he like realized he self realized himself so hard that he broke out of the matrix. Hmm. And every time I'm running, I think of that shit. That's very, that's, I don't remember that one, but I do remember like just like the story of how like robots were be like were built. They replaced like bartenders and like housekeepers and stuff like that. And then they were being treated like shit. And then at some point, some point, uh, the artificial, the artificial intelligence got um, self-aware and self-protective. And then what it did was, and they explain this in the, in the main movie, that they literally, they got their um, their power from the sun. Yeah. So they had unlimited power. So the humans uh, literally caused a nuclear fallout to block out the sun. That's like the main, that, and that's why, and that's why in the movie, and that's why in the movie everything's dark and fucking blowing yeah, up. Yeah, and, and they're shit. all living underground and stuff because they have but, to have the geothermal heat and stuff. But yeah, th- th- there's a meme about that where like, like one panel is man creating machines, the next panel is the machines taking over. The, the third panel is a solar flare destroying the machines, and then the fourth panel is man worshiping the sun. <laughs> it's, it's like this constant cycle. <laughs> um. Yeah, I actually, I actually liked a lot of like a lot of the stuff in that. Maybe better than the actual Matrix movies. Yeah, like there was more of a story. The first Matrix and the Animatrix are the only two good movies. Two, three, and four were absolute dog oh, shit. Four is one of the worst movies I've worst, ever seen. I completely agree. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. I, I, it was like a high school play. I it wrote was a, so. <laughs> I wrote was a so script bad. at at my job that like backs up people's. Um, backs up people's computer and the final screen of the script it it says it says now just sit back and watch the numbers fall like in the matrix the first matrix not not two three or four which are complete abortions but just the first one well i guess the animatrix was okay and i I have this in the (laughs) script and then people just hit hit a key and it like backs up their all this stuff i i like uh, i actually like scenes out of the second one there's some really cool action scenes. They're good like the motorcycle as action scene, movies. Yes, the, the motorcycle scene is one of the best action sequences like in my in like a movie ever. But then the rest of the movie kind of blows. <laughs> so the Matrix was good because it was it was a mind blowing movie. And the biggest thing about it, it required zero suspension of disbelief. Yeah, because it could be happening right now and we wouldn't know it. Yeah, given the world. But but the other the other two's they're good. They're good movies as action movies. They but just, they, I don't know. They just, they suck. didn't, they it's didn't. kind of, it's kind of like George Lucas. They just suck their own dicks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like they just don't went you, too far. Don't you they, bad they, talk George Lucas. The, the fucking prequels are terrible. They're don't, great. Oh. Don't you talk shit about Bro, sucking your you, own dick. If, All if Star Wars someone, movies are equal. If somebody, if, if somebody, I'm going to lose my mind. Jar Jar Binks. If, really if, just if, if somebody. Have, do you know the No, the if you gave somebody those, no, if no. you gave people nine, those nine movies and you said, watch these in order and they had no idea what the fuck Star Wars were, they've mm. never heard of in their life. And you watch the first two. You'd be like, "What the fuck is this movie? Yeah. Like, what is this series about? I don't understand." I agree. Return hype. of the King was the only good one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> it is kind of funny that they made that they made the the third in the in the, the Return of the Jedi. Oh, like he must he must have actually he must have actually read a little Tolkien, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he did. So the prequels suck, and Nick doesn't have an opinion. I don't care anymore. He doesn't watch <laughs> the Matrix. He don't know nothing about the Matrix. I don't, wa- I don't watch Matrix. I don't like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Which, by the way, we haven't uh, shout out yourself Studios in a while. Tiki, Tiki Bob. Tiki Bob. Tiki Bob has really been getting on our nerves. It's so. me in your ear. <laughs> In a good way, um, Nick. What 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 conspiracy theories do you believe? Um, again, or do you want the, to be true? The word "believe" just means you're pretty sure, right? Sure. Um, I would. I'm pretty sure that uh, the UFO thing that it is um, not ours. I'm pretty sure it's not ours. I, I like the idea of that. I just yeah. there's just no evidence, and it's and so. It would take so long. If okay, if you if you look at the odds. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the odds of another intelligent space-faring species being in the universe, it's it's infinitesimally small, right? And then the distance they would have to travel, even if that, they were at the, the nearest star, which the odds of that space-faring species being at the nearest star, being close enough to even come to us, is, again, more infinitesimal. And then they get here and they crash. It just doesn't... It doesn't pass any credulity tests i mean that's where you get into interdimensional okay it was us from you know a million years ago uh, or you know they do have the technology to just make over they can bend time and space i mean here's the thing that blows my mind though like so if you have the ability to bend space and time right and go through time that means you have unlimited ability right for the most part potentially potentially if you're not if you go beyond the speed of light which is the fastest well the fastest speed we you could, that we know of right you could, could go travel. two times the speed of light well, a million yeah. times through speed of light. space through space you can go faster than light if you bend space right so what is stopping you from going seven billion years into the future and seeing the sun explode or something like that maybe they have that that's the thing that like blows my mind. Like if you have that technology, you're gonna you're gonna go through you're gonna go through and see like what the what, like what's gonna happen. Yeah. When when do we have to like you know what I mean? But that's a, that's a We're really good there. point because because yeah. where we are in history right now in 2023, we think about things like the Holocaust or Elvis performing or you know it's, it's some of these big less events. than a hundred years. Well, less the than average, less than the average years. Everyone forgets people about a like it's about a hundred years, and then people are kind of forgotten yeah. for the most part. So. I, I mean, you, you you could go back meet Abraham Lincoln or Da Vinci right. or you know whatever Mo, Mo, like Mozart those guys right say, but Tiki like, Bob but, will live on forever. Tiki but Bob. That's all we have in two thousand years from now. There'll be so much more to choose from, and like you suggest, we may not even remember the Holocaust. We may not remember Da Vinci. We may, may not remember. Uh, the fall of the fall of Rome. All right, so, uh, a couple uh, others. Uh, I'm looking through like a bunch uh, of them. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, we we have to mention uh, Ear Sauce Studios again. <laughs> Ear Sauce Studios. We've got the meats. Yum. <laughs> so many topics. All right, so many. Switch it up. Yeah. You want to do the article I, I found? No, let's do um Jay, what Jay mentioned the the what photo shoot mention? the photo shoot and promotional materials. Oh right, right. Yeah. Let's yeah. Do that. So so. Photo shoot stuff. <laughs> well, n- n- not just photo shoot, just in general promoting a band. Yes. Because so. 
Well, how, well, how do you get people to know about Tell you? the people about the recent promotion you, that you started. Oh, what, what did I start? With the things on the table. Oh, little tabletop things. Yeah, so I recently started making... Uh, I, I, I printed off some QR codes that has our Facebook, our Instagram, uh, this exact podcast that you're listening to right now. But And if you found it through that, give us a shout out. Yeah, thank um, you. You never know as a cover, especially as a cover band, like, like as an original band, you can think of all sorts of crazy shit to do, but as a, as a cover band, how do you promote yourself? How, how do you, how do you really get yourself out there? You're, you're always trying new shit. You, you, when, when you're, when you're doing a gig in between songs, you can be like, Hey, we're playing it such and such next week or whatnot. Um, you can, you can shout out your Instagram, but people aren't really listening. Sometimes a, a lot of your gigs come through word of mouth. Um, a lot of it's 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 a very inexact science. Yeah, yeah. I, I but I will say to have some scientific proof to that is that each time you've done that, we've uh, especially the first time you did it when you did yeah, the single Newberg. ones. Yeah, new. We, we, yeah. we had a we, our social media files went up by like a hundred and fifty percent like one day. Yeah. Like it, it, we had we had a, ni- a nice boost. We had so a massive really spike nice. in, in the podcast listening yeah. as well yeah. and uh, Facebook interactions and all that stuff. That, well, in, in my experience, there's really there's really one way to go with promoting the band. There's only one way that's better than all the others. Oh God! Dropping flyers from a plane. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> well, um, you know what else is there? I mean. I worked really hard on something. Um, I worked on hard. How, how do you think like you would normally come up with like ideas for like a photo shoot? Like, what do you think I had to do to like come up with these ideas? Type I worked in, really type hard. Type in a Google. You, 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 you have to. You have to think about who we are as a band. You have to think about who our listeners are and who our fans are. Lighting. Mm-hmm. Any props? No props. Okay. Do you want it clean? Do you want it fun? Do you want it party? Do you mm. want it? Uh, yeah, the business. general tone. Very yeah. interesting. I typed into ChatGPT, <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and um, I'll give you what it what it spit out for me. Okay, all right, all right. What what, what did you specifically say? Uh, to uh, just just right. hear, hear me out. This is a bit. <clears throat> a Shrek themed photo shoot is a great <laughs> idea for your '90s and '2000s cover band. Here are some reasons why. Blonde dicks. <clears throat> <laughs> Long green, very green dicks. Shrek is a beloved movie franchise that has a lot, a, a lot of nostalgia value for your target audience. Many people grew up watching Shrek and listening to the, its iconic. This sounds so creepy. Soundtrack, <laughs> which features songs from the '90s and 2000s, by dressing up as Shrek characters and posing in front of a swampy background. <laughs> My you ass. Can, you can put. You can invoke positive memories and emotions in your fans and potential customers. Yes, we like manipulating the emotions of our fans and potential customers. Uh, Shrek is also a very versatile and creative theme that allows you to (laughs) showcase your... Dude, there's there's literally like a full... It's even got a conclusion. It's wow, it's a whole ass essay. I was going to say persuasive essay, but I I said persuasive summary. Um... Uh, Shrek is also a very versatile and creative theme that allows you to showcase your personality and style. You can choose from a variety of characters such as Shrek, Fiona, Donkey, Puss in Boots, Lord Farquaad, Gingy, Pinocchio, and more. <laughs> you can also mix and match co- costumes and accessories to create your own look. Okay, this is 
For example, you can wear a green wig and ears. A giant green dildo. A green Strap wig on. and ears. Shrek was fucking bald. What is ChatGPT? It's probably a bald cap, really. For example, you could wear a green wig and ears, a plaid shirt, and jeans to be Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> and like you could wear jacket. a red dress, a tiara, and boots to be Fiona. <laughs> what if Jay has been wearing a bald cap his entire time? <laughs> Shrek, is a pe- it, Shrek is a theme that can appeal a to a wide mane. range of people, from children to adults. <laughs> to adults. Shrek has a universal message of acceptance, friendship, and love that resonates with everyone. Shrek also has a lot oh of humor God. and satire. <laughs> All right, good. let me give you. Uh, and like any good writer, this is how the Jad GBT wrote the conclusion. In conclusion, <laughs> I hate it when people do a, a Shrek themed photo shoot is a fun and effective way to promote your '90s and 2000s cover band. It can help you stand out from the crowd, connect with your audience, and express your artistic vision. I hope you will consider this idea and have a blast with it. Smiley face. With, ro- <laughs> ro- with, with rosy cheeks. Wow. Um, I asked for some other uh, themes for 90s and 2000s bands. Do you want to hear? Yeah. <laughs> Hip-hop and R&B. You can channel your inner rap stars and divas by wearing baggy clothes, colorful tr- tracksuits. <laughs> Crop tops, bandanas, sunglasses, chains, and hats. You can also pose with microphones, boomboxes, DJs, and cassette tapes. This is this theme is inspired by artists like Tupac, Biggie, TLC, Destiny's Child, and Missy Elliott. Grunge and rock. You can embrace your rebellious side by wearing ripped jeans, flannel shirts, leather jackets. Okay. Combat boots, chokers, and piercings. Yes, the chokers. Yeah. You can Choke also put... Po- <laughs> You could also pose with guitars, drums, amps, and speakers. This theme is inspired by bands like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Green Day, and Blink-182. When we do pop and dance, this is all pretty bad. <laughs> MC Hammer Pants. Alright, so uh, that's all the work I did, so... That's, I, <laughs> that's all I got, and we're in a band. That's he's, it. Done, he's done. I still maintain that we should do... We should remake album covers both us. And and the number one that I have in mind is, is the Hanson cover. Yeah. Because all it would take was would just be us hanging out on like a fucking hill. We just need a reminder. Like r- r- write it on one of the pieces of paper next to S- Staring at staring at the camera and then put like an orange filter on it. That's all it would take. And then we, we No no no. Look 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 for the the album middle of nowhere. Yeah, the first one. And then and then we, we could take some other albums like um like I think Pearl Jam uh well, like one of them has dude, dude's like you, holding you the should sticks. do you should do n- never mind you, you should be bald and 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 naked in the pool with with your dick in and out. I, <laughs> I, I I like that I I like that idea and I would totally I'm, do it I'm totally kidding please don't do it no 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 I no, I think it's brilliant because in the in like the original never mind they edit out the baby's dick so if we did it you could edit Diver- out my baby dick the, the version i have doesn't have an oh really that. no yeah yeah but but we could edit it out we could do it but the only problem how are we going to get someone that has like an underwater camera yeah you could put a camera inside something inside like a fishbowl or something i yeah maybe if, if we decide to go with that because that's a great idea then maybe diane yeah, has some idea they that, just fucking went out there with a fucking polaroid yeah, and yeah took, they and literally took just sat there and, yeah. and like like we, we just it's like it, it's like slightly out of focus yeah. and shit too we just, just stare at the camera intensely and then yeah. wash it out we with could yellow do it my, and orange we could do it in my backyard yeah but, uh, what'd you, but what'd you guys think about the Shrek themed? <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. If you pulled off my bald calf, all you'd see was a bloody skull. 
I mean, Jay, I think you're obviously the candidate to play Shrek. <laughs> do you want me to list the? Re- do you want me to ask ChatGPT? I'll take a picture of you and ask ChatGPT why are the reasons why you should there's, be Shrek. There's only one reason. I, I, I would kind of like like little horns. That'd be kind of cool. Like little. Yeah, you know, as much as I like the conspiracy stuff, you know, I don't want to get away from the main meat of this podcast, which is um, meat. You know, <laughs> just like <laughs> like checking in on how fat and bald Jay is. <laughs> yeah. How has your fatness been going lately? It's are it's you, been a. You're still getting less fat. Or you, he's definitely Jay, Jay has lost over twenty pounds. Yeah. Congratulations, give, Jay. give or take. Yeah, but I, it's, been, it's been there for like three weeks, though. It's, it's, it's still the same. Hey, you hit a wall. I, I like you know, I, I, I hit no, a no, wall no. and then went back up. I so. didn't hit a wall. I just fucking like Taco Bell. Nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you hit a Taco Bell wall. Taco, yeah, I had, had a taco wall. <laughs> <laughs> just a wall made of tacos. <laughs> oh, that'd be delicious. <laughs> so let's go back to actually seriously talking about doing a photo shoot. Yeah. So you were you were saying the handsome one is a good one. Handsome one would be stupid easy we could yeah. do it right now and ask kelly to just snap a picture of us but, and we not, could, but would you use that as like like that's our promo pick kind of thing we, or we, that's just like a funny picture we're putting up either so we could even have like we could have multiple ones like like we don't necessarily need like a promo pick we, we do I, I need stuff for flyers and shit yeah no that'd be that'd be good for flyers I mean, I'm not arguing that it, it, it would be. I'm just asking, like, do you guys want that as, yeah, as you, our pick? That you, our you could pick? have you could have one. You could have one that has the orange on it, and you can have one that doesn't have the orange on it. You know what I mean? But I, like I, one, I want, one, so it, like I, I, I one that's, that's filtered, one that's thing. not. Like you, you, you want, you, you're not gonna notice it. You take the filter off, it's just gonna be a banned photo. <laughs> I, 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 I think of that as being like a, a funny picture we put up, and we'll put on, on like as our cover thing for Facebook once in a while. But like our I want us to come across as we're a party band. We're fun. We're not just sitting there with stoic faces. I mean, I already went over Shrek. No, no, <laughs> it just doesn't seem to be registering. You know, I still got this Yoshi Yoshi video going. It, it hasn't it hasn't licked me. It's no hard more. to do a, a, a fun picture that's not corny as fuck. No, bro. okay, so we could do we could do the cover of Blink 182's "Enema of the State." Like I have access to medical supplies, it wouldn't be hard to oh, get a glove. fucking glove and and do this. A nurse's hat. Um, the, the, so that's only one of us. The, the offspring. Some dude sitting on a spring holding a bug. We could totally do that. Like all these things. Like none of these are hard to that's do. All, that's only one of us. That's um, not all three of us. The third eye blind. It, but it doesn't matter. Like as, it, it as our as our those are all funny pictures. I'd love to do all of them. But I'm saying as our like main promo pick. <laughs> Unless if you did like a collage we, we of three do, of them and it's a different one of us on each one. Maybe we could, could do work. the blood sugar sex magic and just have each of our faces on, on one of the sides and then like, I don't could, know, something could, on the top. That could work. Like if, if we looked at the album covers of all the shit we cover, we would find a hundred fucking ideas of, of how we could actually do this. I think Pearl Jam um, 10 is a good one too. Yeah. That's what like, dude's like holding the drumsticks in the air. Well, right? they're making like an A. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Like um, they're, well, they're making the... Uh, they're making the A right in the per- in Pearl Jam. The the Weezer Blue album. They're just all. Not really, they're, they're just kind of doing. They're just putting all their hands. It's not really a shape. The, which Weezer album? The we well, basically any Weezer album. But the Weezer Blue album. They're all just standing in a row with a big ass blue background. Uh, yeah, Oasis easy. Wonderwall. They're just fucking walking down the street. No doubt. It's like. Oops! I don't want to actually just play the song. 
but it's just like somebody standing there. I, I could I could borrow a dress from Diane. Right. Just, <laughs> um, let's see. That, that album cover always reminds me of Permanent Waves. Just saying. Um, she, she's like standing in front of like a barren wasteland type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the, like. You do, know, you, do you know what one of the newspapers says? No. It says uh, Dewey beats um, the, the, the uh, Eisenhower. Because that, that, that uh, was a famous newspaper. They printed it before the election was, was over. Uh, and that's kind of like an homage to like the theme of the album and stuff. So like, uh, what's the word? Um, an alternate, an alternate. Yeah. An alternate reality. Yeah. Kind of that. But, but like when you type in promo pics, like it's all stuff where people are not on stage. It's not a, you know, album covers, just people, you know, doing, you know, different poses. They're usually in something that's like. I mean, if we hire somebody, we can and, do those. We can yeah, do the little album things. Yeah, too. this sort of a thing where just plain background, or whatever. It was Pantera. Yeah. Oh, that was like the one of the worst ones. It's supposed to be. Oh, here, this what, what, what one's one's this? this one's good. This is supposed to uh, Germ Johnny's. Yeah, I was so looking I was up saying, like yeah, I, I found this jerk. earlier. I was looking up the worst promo pics of all time. This was yeah. one of <laughs> one of the lead ones. They're all in matching red and yellow. They look like <laughs> they look like the the bowling outfit that yeah. and, and Kingpin he, he's wearing. I was thinking Mark and Mindy. Yeah, I don't know why, but I thought about this when I heard that <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. I I kind of hear like polka music. Uh, you don't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Play me some polka. I hear polka. Okay, hold on. So, <laughs> if we wanted to do a serious one, that wouldn't be too hard. Well, I'm not saying it's, I, I'd like to do like one of these, but somehow make it fun. You know what I mean? Like like this one. They're, 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 it's each of them are standing on an amplifier, holding up their instrument. But uh, I don't know. Somehow make it look fun. Maybe us on stage. Um, but like we only play like every, I mean, every place we play has stages, but uh, a couple of them are better stages. I mean, Jay, Jay and I <laughs> took a like just in our, that, that little section the session at Wicked Wolf where me and you were just standing there. That could have been easily a promo photo if all yeah. three of us were oh, in yeah. it. You know what I'm talking about? You were just standing there. I was standing in the back like smiling or whatever. And Nick could have had another another face on. If he was in the photo, not taking the photo. This one's pretty cool. But, like it's more. It's it's not necessarily fun. It's it's an action pick. It's them on stage and you know they're actively jumping around and stuff. It's kind of another direction to go into. Yeah, try I don't sticks. plan on jumping that high. <laughs> yeah, we, we look hella stupid on stage. We're just like three dudes just on stage. Yeah. <laughs> we try to have fun. No, like, we, but no, like, we, like, we do. <laughs> like shout out to Taft. Love playing there. Great crowd. One of the one of the better like better crowds we've ever had. Can can and I show you guys my tan line? Sorry. Jay is exposing no. his. Uh, you the, have a giant. The, like, is that is rest, this, this is one of my Hanson tattoos? It looks so, like a restroom is, is man. That, oh, no, it's the, those the type man. of shorts that have the boxers in them. No, 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 no these, these are these are just uh, the Under Armour boxer briefs. Oh, okay, okay. They're, they're great. I shout out to uh, Under Armour boxer briefs, sponsored by. <laughs> you wanted that tattoo that big on your like half your thighs, to, more than half your Bro, thighs. Bro, who's seeing his thigh besides us yeah. right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> take take a look, big boy. <laughs> take a picture. It'll last that's longer. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I'm very anti-tattoo, but God, that you, you is know, so You know bad. what's funny is I am now, too. But, like, I, I have them, so I have to live with them. So Are you really? Yeah. I don't I, care. No, I, I, don't, I don't care what anyone does. No, no, I, I don't but. either, but I haven't gotten one in 11 years. I, I noticed a trend with, like, uh, sorry, but white women that, that, like, they would just, they would get these tattoos and, like. The same ones. But no, they would get the not only that, but they, they would get these tattoos and like there was a point in time where people would get sleeves, get like connected pieces. Yeah. It would be art. It looked beautiful. It looked nice. Um, it looked like trash. No, like a, a, be- a nice sleeve with some nice art. Really, really, really beautiful. Absolutely not. But um, <laughs> that's even worse. But like at some point, like it was like this thing, like to get like a bunch of random tattoos. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That like. You would just get random tattoos everywhere that kind of like just mishmash. And I was yep. like, I mean, whatever. Like, you I'm not. To I'm not. Express yourself. I, I, like, hey, like, it's your body. I don't give. You a have fuck to get a tattoo of every band you like. A tattoo of everyone you've ever known that's died. You have the to one get of the worst ones every to ever exist like, was the like. uh, was the mustache on the finger. Oh yes, one of, the wor- one of the worst tattoos to ever exist. That's, yeah, so that's I'm gonna show gone, you guys my tan line. Away, right, that was not gone. With the darn tough socks. Man, you were white as fuck. Yeah, because like w- when I'm in the tanning bed, I just leave my socks on because I don't want to bother. You go to the tanning bed? It, it feels so good, man. It feels oh, so good. Hold on, this is a new development. We've never heard about this before. Jay, you're oh, that man. white and you go to the tanning bed? Man, y'all are learning <laughs> stuff about me. Why do you tan? Jay, I just want to let you know that no one noticed. <laughs> Until you're I take my socks off. You're just as pale as we are. I'm not just as pale as you are from like my ankles up. <laughs> I'm darker than you. Yeah, you're dark, but you're Italian. <laughs> you're also hairier than me. You probably have a fucking happy oh, yeah. trail. If if Jay is <laughs> if, if Jay is fat and bald, I'm fat and hairy. <laughs> Jay, <laughs> would you rather be fat and bald or fat? I would rather be fat and bald. I think I'd rather be fat. And, let's trade. Okay, I'd rather it's, be. I'd rather be dead. <laughs> <laughs> You got a happy trail that goes from the tip of your forehead down to your I have, toes. I have a happy trail, yeah, that goes from the middle of my forehead <laughs> yeah. and my your, unibrow, your unibrow all, the way down. all the way, all the way down to my chesticles, and then down, 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 down to my belly, and then past my mole, and then <laughs> it goes around your mole. <laughs> it gives it wide berth and, and knows what's there. I, my my chest hair looks like Batman. <laughs> I used to say, I used to lift up my shirt and say, "Not the chest air the city deserves, but the chest air the city needs." Have you ever like shaved it in the in the, the shape, shape of, shape of the No, look, it doesn't need to be shaven. It looks like it. <laughs> oh, alive, alive in the pod! You guys don't believe me. It's like Joe Dirt. Are, are you mean to tell me your cybers grow in just all all white trashy like that on their own? You don't even shave. Oh uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Have you ever seen Kill Switch Engage? Uh, Adam Dunk Dunkowitz Dunkowitz. No. Um, his sideburns. Jay, you want to finish off the sangria for me over there, dude? Don't be. Bitch. Do you mean you want me to fill you up? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> say what you mean. And finish. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's let's, let's do this one first. Oh, uh, well, he's already up though. Yeah, oh, now you have to chug it. Wow. No. <laughs> Kill Switch Engage, Adam Dutchowitz. All right, everyone. Type in Kill Switch Engage, Adam, and then it'll just autofill. And look at this man's sideburns. Oh, he's got he's got a beard now. Oh, there's a picture of him back in the day. With those sweet, sweet sideburns. <laughs> it it it, it worked. Oh, it's bad. Oh shit. Hold on. 
He's got a Viking helmet on. As people do. Was he at the Capitol building? He might have <laughs> been. There's another conspiracy. It went away again. It got a pop-up. Oh, it's, it's on EMG's website. It's kind of funny. Let me see. He's not even an artist anymore. That's hilarious. He's with. He's been with. He's been with Fishman for years. He's still on the EMG oh, website. Nice. It just shows you how out of touch EMG is. They made like something in the eighties, and they were like, "Meh, whatever." <laughs> we, we did the work. They've he's been, just he, he's just waiting around for uh, for Samson to pick him up, resting on their laurels. By the <laughs> way, for Samson. By the way, his guitar has <laughs> his, guitar, his guitar has the word sped up boner chub. <laughs> it says boner chub in his guitar. Sick. I gotta. I gotta follow Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's move and have boner chub written on my guitar. All right. Would you guys like to hear the Ten Commandments of being in a band? Oh God. Um, Hold on. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. We'll edit all this out. Bad. Why? Why was there so much echo on? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. Oh, because you didn't take the echo off that channel. No, there's no echo on the channel. They're, otherwise, it'd be echoing all the time. It's from the. This is this is on the. There must play, be that much play, reverb on. Play it. play any other song. <clears throat> oh, you're stopping it after the echo. Got it. So I, I thought you were stopping it, and it was no, like echoing. No, no, no. It's it's playing. Gotcha. Uh, on I, there must be that might there must be like a plate, or like a plate reverb. I don't know. Anyway, all right. What's what's commandment number one of being in a band? Thou shalt be a good hang. <laughs> uh, this is the number one rule. Honestly, really, is, it right? really is. They, they kind of nailed rule. it. You nailed it. Good job to uh, a DIY musician dot CD baby. I'm not even being, I'm not <laughs> even CD being sarcastic. That, that's seriously like you can be like not the best guitarist, not the best bass player, not the best singer. If you're just a cool guy, a cool dude that can like just, you could be around and I can like, we can stand each other yeah. for like, you know, a lot of, we're going to have to spend a lot of time together. I mean, well, th- th- that's the thing. None of us, we don't all have the same political views. We don't all have the exact same sense of humor, but we're chill enough that we're a good hang enough that we can just fucking roll with well, it. We, we can also all agree on ear sausage. So we do have that in common. <laughs> yes, we do have that. I mean, anytime anyone puts a piece of meat near my face, like, <laughs> oh, what did you, what did you say? Yeah. Uh, ear. Ear sausage. Yum. Not sponsored. Copy. Not sponsored. Boom. Number two. But ear sausage has the meat. <laughs> Thou shalt know thy place. Oh, know your role. Are you wow. are you a main part of the band and should be wow. contributing and putting as much work as everyone else? Maybe we are should have gave this to an ex member at some point. <laughs> <laughs> are you a hired side man playing uh, your parts perfectly in the background? Are you in between? <clears throat> uh, where do you sit on this spectrum? And, uh, are, do you, and by how, that we mean, do you know you're not stepping you? on any toes or taking too few responsibilities? <laughs> oh shoot, I just pulled some shit. Yeah, that, that's what's crazy about us is, is we all we all have really important parts. As a three piece, 
as a four piece, yeah. it kind it kind of gets out of hand a little bit, a, a little, a little bit diff, diffuse. Yeah. But as as this three piece, like like Nick, like I think we talked about this a hundred years ago. But you're you're the Booker. You're the you occasionally put out ideas that we shoot down because they're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> the worst, all the worst ideas. <laughs> we just say uh, no. My, Mike's the sound man. I'm the multi instrumentalist. Yes. I also play guitar. I, I occasionally. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, you do one or two things in the band. on stage. I, in a perfect world, I would have your. Be- I would have Mike's backing vocal ability, so Mike would have freedom to just be hype man up there too, and just run out in the crowd and shit. But unfortunately, you're tied to the mic like on yeah, every song, you know. Because Mike, you're the young one. You're the only one that gives guys like me boners. So, so you have to be the hype man. <laughs> so what this means is, Nick, you have to fucking learn to sing. <laughs> I mean, I hype as much as I can from the, from the throne, but I can't move around. You know, I one thing I miss about playing bass full time in the band was like I, being being the hype man in a way. Even though I'm still the bass player, because I like playing bass, I could literally just throw it around and like fucking like it wouldn't really matter if I do that with a guitar. It'll sound like shit most of the time. Yeah. People won't really notice probably that much, but bass, I could literally do things like hold it up in the air. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like hold it up, like hold it up way up in the bass. air. And I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm just I'm literally hitting like a. What's a bass guitar? Is that a regular guitar? Yeah, people have no like no idea what I'm doing. There's but. less strings. They're thicker. The is that longer than the other guitar? Fewer, fewer strings, <laughs> and thicker, and much thicker. Number longer three. and thicker. Number three, thou shalt way. come prepared. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say at this point in the band, like we're we're all. If if we didn't have time to learn the song or whatever, see step one. Yeah. See well, see see yeah, see. yeah. Exactly. We're, we're, we're very forgiving of each other. Um, cause, cause we're, we're all professionals. Nick, you've got two kids and a wife. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, one of them's mine. nightmares. Uh, but the, uh, the, for, for the comfort parent, it also could go we'll come out Maury Povich. <laughs> you are <laughs> not the father. <laughs> Jay. You are the father. Yay. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh. And the kids are like, oh, no. God damn it. It's Jay. <laughs> what if it was me and she never, she never talked to me the whole my whole life? <laughs> my, my daddy's fat and bald. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a stupid tattoo on his thumb. <laughs> I am pretty good at disappointing children. <laughs> <laughs> just like my dad <laughs> uh, but listen, the, uh, listeners haven't heard that episode yet oh my dad's dick episode yeah <laughs> you, you will well as of recording this you haven't heard yet but by, no, they, by no, the time this is out no they should have heard that one first because no, that will be next week no yeah it's, it, no it's next it's next oh wait no i, I get what you're saying yeah. we're on the same page no the uh we use we use the wormhole we were talking about to go back <laughs> to the future <laughs> instead of like stopping the nazis or <laughs> back, back to the past <laughs> just look at jay's dad's dick <laughs> 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 All right, job's done, boys. Let's get back. Don't stop 9-11. Don't, don't do that either. 
Don't tell anybody about Osama. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, the the not come prepared. That also has to do with gear. So like you know, bring all your shit. So yeah. like me, maybe not borrowing microphones and stuff. Something like that. <laughs> Arcade no, cables, instrument no. cables. We've been really good about that. Like I can't believe that we've had probably over a hundred gigs. Here's the thing, listeners. We don't know how many gigs we've had, but we're thinking it's over a hundred. But there's never been a single time where like. I completely forgot my amp. I forgot a stool. I got my throne. That was that was dumb luck, though. I forgot. <laughs> uh, I forgot my symbols before you guys. Um, that was it. This place is now closed. Um, Copperfield. What's it called? It doesn't matter. Uh, it don't matter. Anyway, no, Mike. Matters. So, so what were we talking about before <laughs> this guy started talking about whatever? No, number four. No, I, I, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't majorly forgotten anything. I'm pretty good. At, I'm, if anything, I'm over paranoid about everything. Yeah, same. Like I, I was like, that's why I texted you. I was like, the mixer. Oh my god! Because I was like, I was like confused. I thought we practiced it like. I don't know. I thought we left this here yeah. for some reason, yeah. it, but we didn't have a practice in between. I'll do two yeah. idiot checks before yeah. I leave. So you guys have seen my house in my studio. I'll do two idiot checks before I leave my studio. I'll, I'll look around. I'll be like guitar picks. Okay. Got them. Look around, do a quick scan, make sure fucking nothing that I need on stage is going to be there. And I, I, I leave most of my stuff in my car anyway. I do that while I'm halfway to the venue already. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a, just like I, I literally do. I'm like, hold on. All right, you, symbols. Yeah, okay. Uh, bass drum. Okay, bass pedal. Okay, throne. Yeah, you can literally, okay. you can literally see. Snare. You can okay. literally, oh well, no, no. You were like thrown. Oh yeah, it's back. Don't worry sticks. About it. Okay, I got sticks. <laughs> Outside of that, it's like eh, if I don't have it, I can deal with it. For uh, <laughs> for listeners, uh, there was a time that Nick forgot his throne. Yes. And I called my father, who was also a drummer. I may have told this in the pod, but I don't think I did. But I called my drummer. We were playing Newburgh Brewing. I called my dad. And I was like, hey, like I know you guys said you're coming tonight. If you haven't left, did you leave yet? And my dad was like, yeah, we left already. I was like, oh, man. I was like, would you care if you like went and got like, like went back and got the, the throne? And he was like, "Oh well, I brought it with me because I was gonna get. I was gonna give the throne to Nick <laughs> because I, I don't need. I don't need this one. I he bought one with a back because he's got a bad back. So yeah, that just was, that just was really clutch. Luck. That was just, <laughs> number four. Thou shalt conduct myself with professionalism. Fuck that. You, know, you definitely want to be yeah. asked back, and that's not gonna happen we if you show up late, get wasted, trash the venue, send yes. an articulate and uh, an inarticulate and grammatically incorrect apology text a week after the gig. And we, or we, if you show your dick during the gig too. Does it say that? <laughs> but but it was pretty much all the things that uh you know sh- it, great dude, shout out to him. But uh he uh I didn't like the over drinking. I don't like over. I, I've been in a couple yeah, bands with yeah, over that, drinking. That, that was a bit much. Yeah, and it's not. I, I've been in other bands like that too. And like you become like you, you gotta like get their attention. You yeah, gotta like like it, I, dude, I don't got fucking time. We had to that. do that like, several times with him. I think. Yeah, I, and I think we started the night with like two shots of Fireball, right? Like. Like we went out back, I, back I to his least, truck. I at least had one or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, at, we went to Skill Brewery too. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, the last show with him, he was like, "Oh, let's celebrate." I was like, right, "Yeah, sure." For this one, go ahead and get as fucked up as you want. It's and on that one. note, if if he was, oh shit, <laughs> we're good, we're good. If 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 he was good enough and and on the on his game enough to be able to over drink and still be a good performer and and good, he band, never band fucked member. up. He ne- he didn't fuck up the songs or anything like that. At least from what I could tell. Yeah, I, he, I like. 
Um, so shout shout out to him on that end. I just didn't like. I couldn't get his attention. Like we were like waiting on him to start a song, and it, right, we, and like we're on the stage, you know, like people looking at you. You're like, all right, like. Like now, like our sh- our sets are shorter because we we take like three breaths and we're like, all right, next song. <laughs> Entertaining the requests, I'm I fucking hate it so much. And and him and his predecessor, constant with ed- look, this five minute back and forth, a bullshit of a, a lousy ask that it, we we got a plenty good enough song coming up right next. This this person does not know the perfect song that everyone wants to hear at the same time right this second. That's definitely better than the one we got planned. Like, well, if you want to, if you have requests suggested to us, you know, like in between sets, like in the middle of, holy kid, you stop what you're doing and listen to this really no, quick, but bro, you can't even no, really hear no, me. No, you, you have no idea. Those. Dude, every, like a lot of times, man, you just be playing. And like I start, I, yeah. I would start. Yeah, someone I, will come up to us. I start song and they're like coming up to you, talking to you. And I'm like, <laughs> like I can't play this and carry on a conversation at the same time. Like. I, I don't think people they just it just doesn't like yeah, especially if they've had a few to drink. All, All right. right, let's move on. Uh number five, thou shall pay thy dues. Um I don't really like this one so much. <laughs> Start from the bottom, work your way up is really what it's saying. Well but no no talk talk I wanna understand what they're fully saying. Almost everybody in the professional world starts from the bottom, uh, and your band will likely will uh, likely be no exception. Yes, the gigs and opportunities will get better, but they'll never have a chance to if you're constantly complaining about getting booked on crappy days and not making an effort to really network with other musicians. Hard work will pay off, but you can't take shortcuts or think that a platinum record is just going to materialize out of thin air. Okay. Okay. No, I mean, that's good advice. I mean, like, you're not gonna, like, as we said, like, uh, last ep- uh, last episode, actually, no, two episodes ago, we denied Fenway. This Fenway <laughs> wasn't good enough for us. It's, it's a park. It's a park <laughs> with babies and rays of shun- sunshine. <laughs> we don't need that kind of shit in our lives. But, <laughs> and homeless dudes blowing each other. But, like, for other bands, <laughs> that, are way, other bands that are way, way less successful for, than us, that can't just deny Fenway like we did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, uh, <laughs> they gotta come to us. We played so like I, when we first started this band, like you were booking stuff, and I was excited, like just to play out, whatever. And then we played like two gigs at this one place. I won't say the pizza place. Yep, pizza place. <laughs> we booked two gigs there, and after the second one, I looked at you and I said, "Don't book here anymore. I think we're better than this place." We, we played there twice. We played there twice mm. because we had two booked. And we said, "All right, we'll give it one more time," and the second time was even worse. And it was just one of those things where, like, yeah, like, you're getting paid. We were getting paid the same amount as, like, other places that we brought a shit ton of people and we had a great night. Mm -hmm. But, like, you'll find a spot, like, in your band that, like, at some point you're going to say to yourselves, like, this one's not worth it. But at the beginning, you do those ones. You take all the gigs you can take, uh, like, at the very beginning. And then once, like... You start getting like flooded with gigs. You know you're doing something right. Yeah, we've turned yeah. down more gigs this year than we've taken. Yeah, for sure, way more. Yeah, we're having a hard time. Like even if, Fenway uh, again, not trying to stroke our own. Even Fenway, we're not not trying to stroke our own egos here. But like we're having a hard. We really want to set something up with a venue we just played at, and we're having a hard time trying to find like the perfect day because you know we got shit going on. <laughs> we yeah. we all got we all got lives. We try to maximize like at max three gigs a month but like that's that's really pushing it we generally do too so you know and and now because we are where we are as a band being five years in 
when we get somebody, it's going to be even harder for them to catch up to where we are. Yeah. You know, it, there, there's our standards for our next band member is elevated just based on where we yeah. are. Yeah. So, so th- they're paying their dues is really, they should have done that before they joined us at this point, honestly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I, when I first auditioned for this band, I, I, was, be experienced. I, I thought yeah. like, I wasn't sure what I was getting into because like I, it said like, we're like paying gigs, blah, 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 blah. So I went out I read like the Craigslist article that was printed out to me, <laughs> <laughs> famously printed out for me. And, um, I read it and I was reading and I was like, oh man, I got to be on my A game. Like these guys are like working, you know? So like I made sure I was like, listen, I only got 10 songs like that I know that like I, I could play really well and then when I got there when I got there I realized you guys were all kind of like playing for like two weeks and I was like oh all right no worries I'm like oh, I'm in this band I guess <laughs> because I was like, after like the first song you like I was like oh, I was like whatever <laughs> I was like oh this isn't that bad I thought it was gonna be more like my um like uh shout out to Eric a uh, buddy of mine he's in bands like Hot Rod and Feast of Friends um doris tribute and then he used to play with the Jesus butlers those guys are super tight super f- professional and everything and they're like us they're they're you know that's not their main gig that's just what they do for fun but that's how i when i joined this band originally and it's original exception with you guys not knowing that you guys were only together for like a week or two i thought <laughs> it was gonna be like that where i was going into like some situation where like you know you're going to be judging every note I missed. <laughs> That's oh, how we it, get you. It was judged. You passed. Oh, yeah. And the other five guys failed. We, we graded on a curve. Yeah. yeah. Curve. <laughs> because you just happened to be the, the curve. <laughs> the curve was a straight, was one point. One point in a straight line across. <laughs> it's hardly a graph, but he he's set the bar. He didn't raise it, but he set it. That's okay. We'll fix that in post. We'll, we'll cut that. Yeah, we'll definitely call it on hard. I, 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 I thought you guys would have more reaction over my scatterpot joke, but whatever. No, I'm more of a, a bar and whisker. What do they call it? <laughs> oh, oh when, when you have when you have when you have the uh, max range and minor, or whatever. Oh god, this is and, all and getting then, cut and out as well. You, you can you can kind of show your um, significant differences yeah. because Smash. It's a, what you got to show it's statistically Bang. significant. If you're making a change or something. Uh, number man. six, thou shalt... <laughs> students pair? Come on, guys. Thou shalt use appropriate equipment. I mean, I other than that. Nick, I think we use appropriate equipment in this that, that's <laughs> another. That's another thing. When I first joined his band, I showed up with the pedal board and everything. And I was I could have played every single gig with that pedal board. I, wouldn't even know. I had a drop, drop tune pedal at the time and shit, too. I was ready to go. I had that before I was in the band. But, um... I remember looking at you and you had an Axe Effects 3. I was like, oh, this boy knows. <laughs> this guy knows what's up. So that's been since day one. The only thing was Nick's shitty drums. And and his lack of buying microphones. Yeah. It's just lack of everything, but I really. Now, no. For the record, um, no, uh, never mind. It was Ear Sausage Studio that bought all these microphones. <laughs> but if they didn't, I would have been the one to, to spend $1,500 on microphones for this podcast. But, like, our, our, so our equipment reflects the band uh, that uh, we're oh, in. And so, again, so, like, it lists, it lists your, your, your Sausage Studio. <laughs> we've been yelled at. We haven't been, we haven't been saying their name enough. So. so, like, an example to give, like, 
don't bring a three piece jazz kit to the metal band that you got. You know what I mean? Like, uh, have, have equipment that I was gonna say, if you're skilled enough, yeah, yeah. You need a just, bring, pedal, just, just bring a double pedal, <laughs> fuck God, it, man. At least, at tune, that, that. tune that snare all the way up, yeah, <laughs> and just. Bang. Oh, and then when you do blast beats, you'd have a really nice dark ride for it. That's me doing blast beats. <laughs> number um, number seven actually kind of goes. Number six, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's gear, which I do with your corn every fucking time you leave. Wait, does that mean just like take? Yeah, don't. Or that, doesn't that mean lust? Yeah, lust yeah, for it? Yeah, it, it does. How do, how do they define covet? Maybe that, your that second guitar sense. player just bought a $4,000 Gibson that's way nicer than yours, even though you consider yourself to be the superior player. Or maybe the band that's opening for you is a bunch of high school kids that can't play well yet, but they have rich parents and are thus rocking vintage Marshalls, Ampegs, and Ludwigs. Uh, what do you do in a situation like this? You get over it. That's it. Get over it. Gear does not make the player. And I would look at that and be like, God damn! Just because you think you deserve crazy expensive gear doesn't mean you should get envious or feel rage when someone else has one, even if you think they deserve it less. I, I, always, I always have a rule of um, just... Do the best you can. And usually if you do the best you can, you're going to sound good. I think I've talked about this before. I had disposable income at one point. So that's before that's, before Jay was a relationship. Uh, he had disposable yeah, income. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, so I, I got the best guitars that money can buy. And you realize there's a point of diminishing returns. And so now I'm perfectly happy with a $2,000 base. <laughs> <laughs> The, the most expensive Fender <laughs> Fender production line base you could possibly buy. Oh only, only step up is is custom shop. <laughs> but Wait. but I, I, I'm I'm even happy with uh, so I don't even I don't have any other bases other than, than my John my Young, but I don't use that for the for the John band. <laughs> that that, but that, but that was an eight hundred dollar. Yeah, base. that base is actually not that expensive. Really. Yeah, no, it was yeah. it was, it was cool cheap. As fuck. Yeah, I love it. It's well made. Yamaha. It, I, there was a retro <laughs> video. I got about. a Yamaha bass right here. Bask in its glory. It, it's, it's, it's basically it's, the same series. Say it's nothing. Black. Right. Oh, I was <laughs> okay, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> number eight: Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's romantic partners. Well, we already <laughs> talked about how one of your kids. Well, <laughs> well. <true>. <laughs> What you think is one of your kids? <laughs> my daddy's fat, bald. <laughs> We're about to about to drop. Am I to lose my hair too? See, in our case, our significant other, others know that we covet each other. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> number nine, and, and they're okay good. with it. Number nine, thou shalt complete uh, the work that lies ahead. Yeah, that one. I don't like that one. <laughs> maybe. No, no we'll, we'll put a good maybe on that one. Yeah, but here's the thing: we have so many songs. So on, go with the description on that one. What do you have description? Description is kind of long. Want me to cut it in half? No, man. Yeah, I, just, just I, read I, every I, other I, word. I spent about seven minutes describing ChatGPT, <laughs> describing true. a Shrek photo shoot. So right, go ahead. Here we go. <laughs> If you've been reading the Sonic Bids blog at all, you might be thinking, boy, being in, being successful in a band sure seems like a lot of work. That's because it is. And the only thing holding you back is you not doing the work and putting in that time, unless your music legitimately sucks, And but that's an article for another day. So do it. Think of your band as really, really part-time job, like 10 hours a week. Part of that is going... Uh, 
is, is going to come from rehearsals, gigs, writing, and practice the material on your own. But what you are going to do on the what are you going to do on the rest of your days of the week? Well, for starters, you could read through this blog for a few more minutes, uh, and you'll no doubt come across a number of things that you could be doing that you aren't yet to push your career of your band forward. Now, imagine if every person in your band considered the band a ten hours a week part time job. Imagine how much progress would be made. I mean, do we? Do you guys think we? Uh, I, any of us put in ten hours a week? Not even close. I, I with at, practices at, at, at least with this with this and practices included it, it, including well so so not including our actual rehearsal I maybe put in an hour a week yeah and and and, and, and I, I feel I feel bad for that but a, a lot of it what when you get to a certain point as a musician like like you can do any four four beat you you can you can even do like crazy ass rush beats and stuff so it, it's hard to, to know what you actually need to practice until you until you get with the band and kind of hash it out and be like okay well i need to practice lyrics for this song or i need to practice bass for this song or i need to practice this particular ending for this song or whatnot but yeah no i i, I completely agree with that but i'm guilty of not living up to that standard mm. yeah i think i think like maybe in our earlier days we did that like we're trying to get a set list together yeah. and like we were really trying hard. Um, but like, like for instance, like we played this, we played the sweetness time by Jimmy world and like, we didn't plan for that. I just started playing yeah. and I was like, we kind of know how this goes. Like I looked up, I, I was like, Oh, how did that part go? And I just looked up, I just looked it up, like looked up some tabs and stuff like that. And it came together and yeah. like, you know, like what, a half an hour total yep. for the most part and we'll we'll go home i'll play it a couple times at home uh, i mean like on a good night like now that we have some songs to like sit there and practice mm-hmm. i'll probably spend a couple hours next week but like i'll be honest i don't i haven't touched my guitar since last show <laughs> till tonight mm-hmm. you know well, what i mean like and that's been five days six days but, but again once you get to a certain point as a musician <clears throat> you you know you know what you know you know what you can do and like like i i, I just looked at these and i was like okay so that's how the verse goes that's yeah. how the chorus goes yeah. uh, and and listeners i'm pointing to the uh i printed out eight pages of tabs for one of the songs we're learning uh shut up and dance oh, by, you fancy. Um, uh, walk the moon walk the moon all capital I fucking tell you all, ca- have, all capitalized they have so many hits <laughs> including Shut up and dance. <laughs> what else do they got, Mike? Tell the people. None. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the difference is between the look that I'm shut up and dance and their second one on Spotify. It's probably like shut up and dance remix and shut up and dance remix <laughs> two and shut up and dance acoustic version. And a son. So hold on. Do you want to hear how many plays shut up and dance has? Yes. I'm gonna guess. Wait. Let me guess. Uh, Eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eight million. I'm gonna guess like one point six billion. Ooh, Nick is closer. He's the winner. One point yeah. four six eight billion. Damn. So, uh, side note: Before you play it, um, the first music video on YouTube to hit a billion plays was uh, "Welcome to the Jungle." I think you mentioned that just about every podcast. Nobody cares. <laughs> no one cares about your dinosaur bands, dad. Well, they recently hit it. This is the second most played song. Actually, it wasn't recently. It was a couple years ago. 
Guess how many plays it has. So one point. It's, uh, it's five, still a lot of it, plays. It was one point five billion. The first yeah. one was. That's the twenty-five million. Uh, three hundred and fifty million. One fifty. One fifty million. Yeah. That's it. Wow. That's a, a tenth of their best. That's song. This is ninety-eight, but it's number two. They're British. This is from the same album. We say teas in our throat and Britain. We say hot dog. <laughs> we don't say hot dog. This is 85 million. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like it's like this. It's the same song. Ooh, this one's this one's this good. This is one foot. This one's starting off okay. Oh, oh my god! That do you know what that? All right. The hat. The hat. That's from Monsters and Men, right? But it's if you ever listen to some like random YouTube video and they have like some stock music that they got from like you know like the stock music. Oh yeah, it's like like a five second commercial. It's like literally, it's literally that that fucking (laughs) hat. So it should have like three billion plays in. It's the most millennial shit I've ever heard in my (laughs) life. This isn't that bad. This is the music my people made. I guess our people made. What, make, do you, what do you mean, our people? <laughs> I make fun of Diane all the time because she yells at the dog, and she'd be like, "Hey!" I'm like, "I'm like, you sound just like fucking Imagine Dragons, or like, like any of those like those." Mid- yeah, they definitely have a song like that. 2010s band. It's like, "Hey, Bastille, hey, something like that." I, I don't know. Bastille Day. That's a different song. That's I guess fashion. like this one. Yeah, this is the one I have. No. Oh, no. No, uh, it's close. Very close. It's a, of Monsters and Men's. They're probably going to be the number one song. A Modest Mouse or oh. some shit. This one. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys are like from Iceland, though, or some shit. Ireland. Ireland. Really? Yeah. And, and oh. when they do it, when they sing live, the, the dude's voice sounds just like that live. It's actually pretty cool. Don't listen to the words I say. <laughs> Comrade. He actually has like a really smooth like Irish voice. Kind of cool. I love her voice. That's a dude? No, it's a girl. No, oh. this guy. This. I love this girl's voice. They're, yeah, that's cool. They're like more folk than indie. I guess they're like indie folk kind of. Drummer has like a really simple but kind of unique drum set. It's a shame because there's definitely an autotune on this. It's like five people. Even if they're singing in key, I can you can hear it. Yeah. It's all anything pop is gonna have fucking autotune on it. Anything it's indie published. Yeah, I feel like. (laughs) What what band is this? Of Monsters of Men. Of Monsters of Men. Men. So the the last one on the list is Thou shalt always give one hundred percent. I fully believe. What about sixty nine (laughs) percent? Every time, we can't be sixty sixty nine percent of the time. It works every time. (laughs) I I try to give it a hundred percent. I mean, like sometimes, like you know, like uh, not this has ever happened to us, but you know, maybe once in a while, there's kind of an empty room, and (laughs) you're just kind of like, all right, like what am I gonna do? Like start putting the guitar behind my back <laughs> start tapping like eddie van allen but um yeah no i don't think that's a problem for us no that's that's an interesting thing because you, you need the audience 
to to really put on a good show. It's it's a symbiotic thing. You can give a hundred percent, but your hundred percent with an empty room is going to be different than your hundred percent with a full room that's really into it. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be though. But but there's there's no other way. There, there's no other way to actually that that would actually play out in reality. Because yeah, you, you're not going to do these crazy tricks that give them the cheese because would, you're not giving anyone the cheese i, I don't know I, I i would hear stories of van halen doing that bet when they were first starting out on the sunset strip and there'd be like eight people there and like they're doing the taylor ross doing the midair splits and the, they would treat every moment as if they're on stage in front of a big ass arena and stuff like that yeah i've heard like you know treat the audience of three or three hundred or I mean, three thousand or I, I, three I million people it's, the it's same, definitely harder but, to do but it, it is kind of always good to keep. I that mean, in your I'm not doing of, it with a frown on my face, but like, you yeah, know, like, like, like we're uh, always still having fun. We we yeah. are always performing our best, but just the extra stuff, like like the icing on top, it it just doesn't feels better. Yeah, it just doesn't come naturally without you know. Yeah. Uh, this day, music history. Go for it. All right, start off with a not music history <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> I'm going to start with a regular history for the first time. Regular as opposed to what? (laughs) Not music. (laughs) Extra large. Okay. I'm only going to give you one. Um, I'm thinking maybe this will be like a new thing. Hold on. Brought to you by yourself. One regular. (laughs) Um, uh, On this day, uh, music history in in 1781, uh, Lord Cornwallis uh, surrendered to the U.S. <laughs> Thank you. Also, Evander Holyfield was born today. Shout out to Evander, my probably my favorite boxer. Uh, next, that's, that's the official like Nick is a boomer fucking song. 1791 is boomer age. I, don't know, I think that's some other generation. Anyway, uh, in 2009, Elvis Presley. A, th- th- this is how you know you're famous, and you're like this is the. <laughs> This is the kind of fame I want for myself and my children and my children's children. I want this kind of fame. A clump of hair believed to have been, not exactly proven, but believed to have been uh, shaven from Elvis Presley's hair when he joined the army. And there's famous pictures of it and stuff. Sold. Uh, he drawn this is from uh, 1958, but it sold in 2009 for 15 grand at an auction. Just a lock of his hair. There's so many fucking suckers. Day. I can guarantee you, in Chicago. They put us all in a room and shaved us one by like there was like ten of us in the room, and they just shaved us, brought the next people in, and eventually like cleaned it up. Right, it's possible. Well, there, I guess there you might could get be. some DNA analysis it's going on. It's possible. I'll give it that. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> uh, the next one. Uh, <laughs> no context. I, I, but. I, I, I thought you guys might um, might find this one interesting. In 2005, um, a, sur- a, a survey was concluded that the average person spent about forty two thousand dollars during their lifetime on music, including. Musical instruments and including stereos, including albums. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's a lot, a lot more than I thought it'd be. That's 2005 money. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's, like, let's do the inflation calculator. It's probably $60,000. Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah, there's a. I, I guess Fender did a study recently. Fender's been real big into like uh, getting women into playing music and getting other people into playing music. With their like uh, uh, Lug guitars, have you seen those? Those fucking like three string little fucking pieces of nonsense. 
Really? Yeah. I haven't seen. I, I heard that Fender was like really trying to like target women. To yeah, get, like, just about every Fender ad you see will be a, yeah, woman, a woman playing a guitar, yeah. and, and and that's fine or whatever. But apparently, cool. they, they, they did a study that showed like ninety percent of people that start playing guitar stop playing, and the the other ten percent end up spending tens of thousands of dollars throughout their lives on guitars and amps and keyboards and sixty seven thousand dollars and sixty seven seven hundred eighty seven thousand dollars is forty two thousand dollars um i think jay's already already spent that in his life at, at, at least yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in the last six months on fucking synthesizers and, and i'm only 40 so i've probably got another like five years to live at, maybe at least it sounds so gross i mean if you, you gain another five pounds i would say two but, <laughs> but, but no like um that, that'll be as soon as i go and stop at taco I, bell I, on the way home about the fender thing um it's kind of interesting i said it's something the other day like I feel like I see more women bass players and women drummers than I do see women guitar players. Yeah. Like, I, I, I see I've a seen lot a few, of women. I've seen a couple, like, Nashville ones recently on, on Instagram that have popped up that are really fucking good. Drummers? No, guitarists. Oh, guitarists. Yeah. But it, in general, yeah. I'm not it, saying it's, that women can't no, get it, guitar. It's, but. it's definitely bassist number one. Drummer, I mean, as a fellow drummer, it's... um. I see a lot of women drummers. It's They're really def- good. It's definitely different. It's 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 different. There there are a select few that are are pretty good, but most especially of the videos that, I see, they just don't have the power. Especially that one that was playing the Slipknot song the one day I was showing you guys. But like even if they play it and it sounds perfectly, there's their their form. It's just. They're not putting the power through the instrument, Bruh. So right, I, I read yeah, an I mean, article. There are a couple here and there, I'm sure, but most of the ones you're going to find, it's just like it's not a full range of motion. I read an article in the Economist. Uh, Mike put a pretentious noise in here, real quick. Um, oh, oh, hold on, right. no, I got it. Hold on, I got a pretentious noise. Hold on. Type in pretentious. <laughs> there you go. So. There was an article that talked about how how the world is designed for men. I didn't necessarily agree with the article because just you should, you should open the podcast it, with it. That's our, it fits in our conspiracy. It's, it's well, it started with a false premise. That's my only problem with it. But they were saying that if if like a basketball court was fair for a woman, and the, possibly the reason why the WNBA doesn't get as much traction as it potentially should is that. Sorry. The the ball is too big. The nets are too high. The court is too wide. It's the same with soccer. Well, they made a smaller ball for them. Right, it's, and two, it's two inches smaller. But the, the two the, inches. But the but the um the hoop is the same height. Yeah, the yeah, hoop is, yeah. Because same height and all, all the lines are the same. Because that's the thing. Like like females have less muscle mass, less blood, smaller bodies generally. <laughs> Unless you're into you know that sort of thing. Extra thick. <laughs> But but it, but it's oh, the God. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> oh yeah! But it's the same thing for soccer. Like if 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 the soccer was catered to women, it would it would be a smaller ball, definitely a smaller but field. Not, not not that much smaller. Of a, not I mean, that much smaller. For, but a lot but a of percentage. good soccer players, uh, soccer players are tiny. Like Messi's like five seven, five six. But but it doesn't matter because yeah. he's still a man. I mean, I understand, like, you know, as far as the, the lung capacity and cardiovascular yeah. and yep, all that exactly. stuff. Muscle um, mass. The power of the shot and being, being able to take a fall and get back up yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But, like, within, like, changing the parameter, like, the size of the field, eh, I don't know if that applies as much in soccer. No, Definitely no, for basketball. It, it applies absolutely the applies because uh, the length of the soccer field that they have to run. Yeah, but it's still 11 people you're sharing it with. I Do you remember when we were watching... Um, 
This is in the in when we were four piece years ago. We played in Wadmajers and we went to a diner and we were watching women's like FIFA. It was like a women's FIFA tournament. We were eating and we were watching the game and it was like super competitive. Yeah, it, and it's then it was, and there was like a men's game on the side and it like kind of like sucked. And we we're like, I remember it was me, you, and then a, a previous member. And we were like watching this game, and I was like, "Man, these women are like really fucking like trying to kill each other right now." Like they're they're real a super competitive game. It was it was like a really good game. Yeah, I I should watch the WNBA more. I watch the NBA a lot. I just I, remember- I just I saw them yesterday. I was like, oh, they won a championship. Oh, that's nice. And I, <laughs> I just went out with my day. Empty stadium. <laughs> I remember watching being at the diner, and this six million dollar man was playing. I remember we kept like we were just having a conversation, oh, yeah. and every time we'd like, we're like, I thought that was a fucking joke, but every five seconds, this is by the way. Sounds like a woman hitting drums. She's only listened to this song one time, by the way. She's never heard the song. Oh, is that the old lady? Like, oh, okay. A very attractive, oh, a, a very attractive woman playing drums. Keep on. She's hitting the fuck out of those. You know, I, 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 again, I'm gonna. I'm not that I'm the best of all time, really, but her I mean, uh, her form, it, it is lacking. Her form is lacking. I thought I saw side boot. That's all I care about. I, I think she's having a good time playing right now. Oh, she, she's very good, but I'm telling you, her form is just different. I just want it's, to point out, Nick, that she's she's playing to a track that has no click and has uh, no drums. Man, I, I'm critiquing her form. I'm not critiquing anything else. Wait, wait, is she getting paid the same that a man would get paid? Probably not. <laughs> Performs not quite. You're not supposed to strike through the instrument. You're supposed to strike across it, yeah, but, around but Chad Smith it. Plays, and she's going Chad, through. Chad Smith plays like that. A lot of the time he does, actually. You're right. He doesn't have the greatest yeah. form. Not everybody has the greatest form. Yeah. I have to. Now everyone's new pert. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the truest thing you've ever said on this podcast. All right. Uh, in 1980, on this date, ACDC kicked off their first show without Bon Scott with the new Where's singer Brian Mike? Johnson. Where's your sound player? <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on, sir. It was, a, oh. it was a, a Bristol, <laughs> Bristol Colston Hall in the UK somewhere. I'm back here, man. Yeah. Just, uh, I'm rubbing my belly at the same time. I'm back here, man. Dude, imagine being at that first show. Imagine it being that first. You don't even know that song yet, and he steps out because when that, that album is, it's it's one of the best selling of, of all time. But it was it, it started off slow. The first year was very slow. Also, Appetite for Destruction started off very slow the first year. Uh, so you're out there, and pretty much not like half the crowd knows this album at best, and they're there to see ACDC. And and Bon Scott died like fucking. Eight months earlier, their lead singer died like eight months earlier before they were even touring, let alone put out the record. The record came out like six months after he died, which is insane. With a new lead singer, not a new bassist, it's a new lead singer. You know, it, it's a big fucking deal. Um, Sorry, and- I wasn't listening. So, <laughs> Can you start I, over? No, I just, no, I just put on this YouTube video that's called One Hour of Silence, occasionally broken up by, <laughs> oh, geez, by the riff from Bad to Bone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, are you serious? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I've been trying to hold my piss for so long. Yeah, I'm, same. We're, same. We're, I got to piss. We, we should. We should. We got to cross swords as soon as we're done. So at random, there's just gonna be bad the boat. I have no control now. As long as the next talking, it'll be appropriate. I have to throw in. I'm gonna start this one now. I'm gonna throw in on this day in Rush history as well. Have to. Uh, Counterparts was released on nineteen in 1993, which was tied for their their highest charting album of all time, actually, out of their 20 studio albums. Oh, sorry, 19 and a half. Counterparts? Yeah, Counterparts, 1993. Uh, it, it peaked at number two, and it went platinum. On the U.S. charts, it peaked number I two. I peaked so early in this, in this <laughs> pod, so... I haven't even begun uh, but, to peak. Uh, I, when I think of Counterparts, I think of... I think of uh, this band. Named counterparts that I like a lot, actually. Yes. Of course, is an in, is their first song. The ten f- minute intro. It's a ten minute. Yeah, <laughs> I like the song. It's a good song. Um, people born today. There's really only one that this was born is Rush, today. right? Not Rush. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, the only person of significance born today in 1944, Peter Tosh was born today. He was like a big reggae guy. I think he was in Bob Marley's band is a little he, bit. Is he a Rush man? He, he's the, he's the, um, uh, he, he sings the... You Gotta Walk, Don't Look Back. Peter Tosh. He was, oh, sorry. He was murdered by burglars in his home on September 11th, 1987. Oh, September 11th. A different September. I got uh, to pee. I can't hold it. Oh my God. Oh, thank God. Nick just came. All right. Now we can end this podcast without Nick. Should we end it with him or should we go through five more like agonizing minutes? <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. I got several more here. On this date in 1947, some boring ass dude that no one's ever heard of was born and died. Wow. How dead is he? <laughs> so dead. So dead? So dead. What did he die of? <laughs> Just being fucking boring. <laughs> wow, sounds like a guy I would spend my entire life listening to. Uh, on this day in the year 1412, the guy from uh, Margaritaville <laughs> was, was born, also died the same day. Thank God. He, so he was born and then died? Yeah, it was, it's Same, rough. Oh, man. It's rough for his parents. <laughs> Just the way they like it. <laughs> but he lived again to create Margaritaville somehow. He was reincarnated. I don't have control over that. Don't blame me. <laughs> it's a- <laughs> Nick, Nick didn't even take a piss. He just he just came back and said, I heard Margaritaville. That was a lot of, that was a lot of volume that just came out. <laughs> a lot of volume. I'm easily like a pound and a half later right now from your... All right, I've, I finished my two This Day in Histories. <laughs> Thank you, Jay, for coming for Nick. Appreciate it. I, I didn't even notice Nick was gone. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, I got, I got one more. Okay, go ahead. This day in 1962, a whole bunch of other stupid old man shit happened. <laughs> nobody in, cares. In 1996, Rush played the Knickerbocker in, in Albany, New York. Oh, wait, did you say old man shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> that should be the title of this podcast. A whole bunch of bees. Bad. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, shout out to Collect the Car Feed. I've been watching that YouTube channel. Every time they go through like cars and there's like a skull involved, they just play that. <laughs>
That's I'm, <laughs> like it's a skull shit, not skull skull. <laughs> and the funniest ones are where like they go through the <clears> photos <throat> and like someone else is on the soundboard and they see a skull shift. Now they hit it. They go to an, a, another shot and there's like skulls on the side. They hit it. They go to the front. There's more skulls. Like, <laughs> Great, great times. They, they, they do it on the Kill Tony podcast. There's this one comedian yeah. once in a while who comes up who has like he's he's got a bunch of stuff wrong with them, but he has an insanely offers awful stutter. So they play that for the. Oh my god! <laughs> it's pretty funny. I also forgot uh, Pat Simmons uh, in 1948. Oh my god! Where's the sound? The guitarist and singer for Doobie Brothers. Yo, I get down with some Doobie Brothers. Let me let's listen to some Doobie Brothers. <laughs> you know, I almost saw George Thurgood uh, in Albany at Times Union. All right, Center. I quit. I quit the band. <laughs> I almost went to that show. I came so close to going. Tickets were like fifteen dollars, <laughs> just as like the novelty of it. Uh, it would have been what funny. about the novelty of killing yourself? He has, like, he has like six songs. How, how many plays does he have? End this podcast before I get back. <laughs> he has like six J- songs. Jacob's some parenting. He's, he's got the uh, the one J- bourbon, one man, what, one who's beer. This? Who? Uh, uh, George Thurgood and the Destroyers. And the Destroyers. <laughs> yeah. You know George Thurgood. He's got like five songs everybody knows. Okay, we got this one. It comes off as a one at one, but he's really not. Yeah. Oh, went down my old lady. Oh, I went down the backwater town. And oh, ooh. wait, does he do Bad the Bone? Yeah. Oh, okay. but that's the song you were playing, was that, Bad of the Bone. That's the only one we need to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which one is the most plays? Bad to the Bone, what do okay. you think? How many, what's the difference between that? 206. To how much? 62. Okay. It's rough. And then 34. But you, and then 30. You've, definitely, and then you've heard all five of those, I guarantee. Go ahead. Right, I, I think I, I've heard this one before. She said that don't go front me. One. One Who do you love? Who do you love? I drink alone? Yeah. Just, uh, I skip out a little bit. It's <laughs> <is> so ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I've never seen a picture of this dude. I wonder what he looks like. Alright, uh, uh, Jay, Jay, put on your headphones. Yeah, nobody oh, else. Uh, put on the, put on those headphones. Yeah, you know when I drink alone. It's all the I same song. To be by myself. Oh, <laughs> he looks like kind of like what I thought he looked like. It's like a douchey old guy. <laughs> thinks he's mad cool. I have seen him before. I forgot he was on Sammy Hagar's like podcast. Hey, yeah. It's like five songs, you know. This one sounds really old, though. Right? Doesn't sound like a 1960 song that he remade or something. That's George Sergio. That's what it looks like. That's about what I thought. Yeah, some douchey old guy with glasses. Yeah, I don't know this one. Yeah, is this his sixth oh, song now? Oh, 13, only 13 million now. Is this song number six or yeah. is this five? Six. Six, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I said it would be five songs. I didn't say it would be six or seven. Yeah, it's some uncharted territory. They all sound there. the same, dude. I mean, there's... there's. Oh, yeah. The same classic. as Easy Top. Like, my, my first professional band played, like, three George Thorogood songs and three ZZ Top songs, and I couldn't tell any of them <laughs> apart. They're just all G to C... 
<laughs> the, 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 the drummer in ZZ Top, I don't know why he has such a huge fucking drum set. He has really cool drum sets, but he doesn't like use most of the stuff. Maybe maybe live he uses more of it than I know. Maybe after they get done with the concert, he's like, oh, thank God. And then he actually starts playing music that he likes. <laughs> maybe. But uh, if for people that don't know, uh, his name is Frank Beard, and he's the only one that doesn't have a long beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard that. I heard yeah. the factoid the other day. Yeah. But the, the reason they have the long beards was they didn't have long beards for the first like 10 years of their career or whatever. And they went on like a little bit of a hiatus and they finally got back in the studio and they just hadn't shaved and they're like yeah why don't we keep this look and that was that was it so um i completely forgot what I was gonna say. oh shit <laughs> god damn you were gonna say one bourbon one scotch every morning before breakfast i call my um, buddy walker me and my buddy Wiser. Uh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> every, every, t- every time Jay gets on his fat boy Harley. <laughs> yo, yo, I, I got to see. <laughs> that sounds kind of believable. I got to see like five seconds Not of, if you've him, ever of heard him playing Harley. live. Can I see like five seconds of him playing and singing live, please? Can, can you kill me? <laughs> Before you start that, like I want to know if he's like douching it up at every fiber of his being. Let's see. By the way, it's George Thurgood and the Destroyers. Oh yeah, of course. You know, I gotta have the Destroyers. You can't count them out, man. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> 1984. That's all I need to hear. You say it's it will fail. There it is. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my God. He's speeding it up. This drummer doesn't know what to do now. Doing the shuffle. <laughs> it, it, it's slow. <laughs> Trevor's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. well, he, play, he plays for a slide. Yeah. Now what a day I was born. Oh, boy. Well, he's he's, he's, he's young, young as hell. Yeah. He looks like he's 12. Yeah. yeah. There's a mosh pit happening. Is that the is that the Gibson like E55 thing or whatever that Alex Lice uses once in a while? Yeah, it's the one with the hook, the more pointy one. I forgot which one that is. But it's kind of like an E30. It's like a 335 kind of with a point. I forgot what that's called. But he's got he's got like he's got a oh he's playing the bass player's playing a stingray. I could tell by the the three keys and the one on the bottom. They like to split up their tuning keys. They have a patent on that. I wonder if there's any the four the four four and two and and the three and one they have a patent on it. And do you think there exists such thing as a George Thorogood tribute band? Oh, hell yeah. I think brother. there exists a such thing as we should fucking end this right now before I yeah. kill myself again. And, when, and on that note, I mean, it wouldn't be uh, wearing a band a podcast without somebody, at least one person killing themselves or getting killed. Or, We're like South Park with Kenny. Just, yeah, just dying in general. <laughs> <laughs> On what planet is that registered in someone's brain as good? <laughs> I did it twice. No, I, I, I rewinded it. Oh, okay. I, had, I had to go back. <laughs> can you even do that? You, you try, Jay. <laughs> oh, you can do it. I can't. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs>
I can do it for like a half second. <laughs> it's because your tongue is dry. Like stings my oh, tongue. Oh, you just did hell of a spin there. You need a wetter tongue. Watch the spin. Watch the spin. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I gotta get sounds of Harley's. Hold on. Harley's. I typed in George Surrogate trivia pan. I'm coming up with nothing over here. Thank hell God. Yeah. <laughs> Bunnies. Oh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it was, the band was formed in Delaware. Oh, my God. Wilmington, Delaware. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> oh, is that a Harley Davidson you got there, brother? Oh, let me put in that Milwaukee 8 like Jay has. <laughs> mine's, a one, mine's a 103. Okay. I don't know what that is, but hell yeah, brother. He, he played on a semi baseball team. Big deal, I'm in a semi-professional band. No one cares. <laughs> He's a Mets fan. He wanted to play for the Mets. Let's go, Mets. Really? Yeah. Does, is that true? Yeah, I'm, I'm reading his bio right now. Wow. Wow. Can you uh. read that on my own, on your own time? <laughs> not, not on my Taco Bell time. Well, on that note, <sighs> he said, "He said I'm a Chevy Nova in a world of Rolls Royces." <laughs> I'm a Dodge Dart in a world of Toyota Tercels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't beat a Tercel, man. You really can't. No, they're like well, I'm in a Zuzu Rodeo <laughs> in a world of the Sun Pathfinders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Datsun 280Z in a world of Mazda ZR6s. I'm a Geo Prism in a world of Toyota Corollas, which I'm, are which are the same car. Just I'm, saying. I'm a Geo Metro in a world of Ford Aspires. The moving on over song he does is actually just a cover song of Hank Williams. This is less interesting as we go. <laughs> All right, we're in a band. We're in a band. He, he had an official saxophonist uh, in the band. One of the destroyers is a saxophonist. Oh my god! <laughs> and this is how we're ending this pod. Bye. 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 Bye.